welcome to the Advance Your Art podcast, where we talk about the journey from artist to entrepreneur and everything in between. You've worked hard to hone your craft. Now take it to the next level with tips, techniques, strategies, and routines used by successful artists to grow their businesses and careers. Now, let's get started and have some fun with your host, Yuri Cataldo. Okay, welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Of course, it's my pleasure. Thank you for joining me. It's great. Definitely great to be here. <laughs> Wonderful. I so I'd like to start off because you have a new book coming out called Messages of Inspiration. So, I'd like to just start off by asking you about your new book and what inspired you to write a book about inspiration. Well, it was actually, um, I was meditating over, over Christmas, you know, it was like a little a slow time. So I was just meditating and then I had this, you know, massive download, this, in, this, uh, intuitive guidance to write a book, you know, 365 quotes. At first, I'm like, how am I supposed to write all this? Mm -hmm. But it just, you know, it was really like, I'm very in tune with, you know, my spiritual side. So I was really getting this, this constant download of, you know, writing these messages. And it was really to bring some clarity to people that, you know what, more is possible. I mean, I'm all about creating more possibilities for my clients and for people's anyways. And my book is really about you know, bringing that to people, allowing them to see that, you know what, you can do more, you can be more, you can have so much more than you think you can have. Mm -hmm. So it's all about really creating more, more joy, more success, more happiness in their life. So that's really where my, my whole inspiration came from is bringing that light to people because oftentimes we don't really think more is possible that we're in this situation right now and there's just, there's nothing more possible and we can't really dream big. And my book is really there to to show them, you know, what you can, that anything that you really want and even more than you can imagine is really possible for you. And it's really supposed to help you, you know, really motivate you and inspire you. I mean, I have sometimes days where I'm having a little bad day and then I grab my book and usually I don't read my own books. And it just really puts me in a much, you know, much better mood when you read those inspirational quotes and you you start your day off a lot better. I mean, like every morning, you know, I read at least one quote just to kind of get into the, you know, into the mood of, you know what, I'm going to create the life that I want. So that's really where my whole inspiration came from to write this book. Wonderful. So while you were writing this book, um, where so where were your inspirational quotes pulled from and and how did you decide to focus your book in a in a particular way well it was more like message i mean like i said i'm very in tune with my spiritual side so i do something that's called accessing my akashic records so i'm an akashic record consultant mm -hmm. and akashic records is basically your soul's library of all of your lifetime there's a little on the woo woo side <laughs> and <laughs> Not everyone is open to that, but that's right. really where the guidance came from to write this book. And then every okay. time, like, you know, I was getting into my records, I'm like, okay, what message can I share today? Mm -hmm. Because I would have not been able to come up with 365 quotes. I mean, I had a hard time just coming up with one. <laughs> so I was basically, you know, tuning into my, my records and really, you know, with the, with the universe and everything. And then I was just getting those downloads. I remember one day, you know, I had like about 40 or 50 messages that just kind of came through. I was just sitting there and writing and writing and writing I mean, so that's basically where I got it from is I'm very in tune with you know also with my angels with my guides 
And uh, basically, they were giving me those messages to share, mm-hmm. you know, in my book. That's wonderful. Okay. So, so I always find this this very interesting because a lot of people are petrified by the blank page, and it, it seems like your inspiration comes from deep within you, and and you pull from other areas on that. How? So when you're ready to, let's say, sit down and start writing, does does the inspiration come first, or do you have like a process where you kind of sit down and then you know you have um, you know meditation or or practice that you work through that allows inspiration to then come through you, or how does that how does your process work? Well, I actually have different ones. Like for this book in particular, I was really getting into my records and I was just like, okay, what what message can I share today? What is important for me to put in my book? I visualized basically, I connected with my book, you know, like what do I want to feel and those type of things. So it just, it came through. I mean, sometimes I just sat there, I'm like, okay, you know, it's not coming. And I ask again and then it just came. But when I wrote my first book, I also had those, oh my God, what am I writing right now? Or even right now when I write a blog post or something for social media, I do get that as well where, you know, blank, nothing there. Mm-hmm. And what I do is there's an exercise that I, that I did a lot for my first book that I just start writing whatever came to mind. I didn't care about punctuation or misspelling. I didn't care. I, I even talk nonsense like, oh, I even really don't even know what I'm supposed to be writing. And oh, my God, my brain is all blank. I just start writing because just when you just got get into that writing mode, even if, the, if it doesn't make no sense, you kickstart your creativity side. And then eventually I started, yeah, I really want to talk about this and this. And then I sl- slowly but surely went into the topic and all of a sudden that was it. And then, you know, it's just, you know, it's starting to flow. So I do that even for, you know, when I write blog posts that sometimes I'm just sitting here and it, nothing is coming through. Another thing is what I do is I just kind of really tune into basically my essence. Like, you know, I, I focus on, you know, the feeling that I'm feeling right now. I, I have a topic and I really tune into the topic. Okay, what do I want to write about? What is it that I want to bring across? What do I want my audience to feel when they, when they read this, this particular blog or this particular, you know, uh, content? Mm-hmm. And then usually uh, I get some, if it's nothing is coming, then okay, today is not a good day, good day to write. So I just, you know, take a break do something else and then I come back or sometimes I just do something else creative that just gets my creative juices flowing and then I can get into the writing. But yeah, I think like every person has that so-called writer's block from time to time. Right, right. So when you approach your day, are there particular times of the day where you're more creative? Like do you, you know, block off mornings versus evenings or do you, I guess, kind of just go about your work and then decide to switch over and start writing when you feel more creative? Uh, when it came to my book, I've, I mean, I didn't think I would write it this fast. I mean, it only took me like 45 days to, to write all, uh, the entire book. Mm-hmm. And I like I sat there on the weekends. And like I said, I mean, the good thing was for this, I didn't have to do it all by myself. I mean, I was really getting the guidance. But before, it was whenever I, you know, really was in the mood to write because when you sit there and you force yourself to write, I mean, I never block out actually time to, okay, this is the time that I'm going to write yeah. uh, because if I force myself, nothing is coming. Uh, so sometimes I block out like a day. I'm like, okay, this is day I'm going to really focus on just my book. 
but then I still, yeah, I let it flow whenever I felt like I was in the mood. And, um, but yeah, so I don't really have a set schedule for that. I really just, when it comes to that, I go with the flow or usually I write in the morning because in the evening, my mind is not, not good for writing. So I have to do anything on that end in the morning times, sometimes even during the day, rarely in the evening. Okay. So your previous book, The Coaching Business Blueprint, Mm-hmm. What? So what made you decide to want to write that book? And even more importantly, what made you decide to want to be a business coach? Well, I wrote this book because when I first start, came across the coaching industry back in 2012, mm-hmm. I had looked into you know coaching schools and I just did not have thousands of dollars to get certified. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, Amazon has lots of books. So I was looking for a book that was comprehensive enough that taught me how do you coach? How do you start a coaching business? And how do you actually sell your coaching business? The problem was I didn't find one. I found one on, you know, the building your coaching business, but there was nothing about actually how do you actually coach someone? Because that's the one thing that I had no idea about. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I actually said, you know what? One day someone should really write a comprehensive book that gives someone like me enough information to see is coaching even really for me? How do you really get started? What's involved? And then so they can actually have something to get started with. And of course, you know, the selling part is very important. So when I got certified in 2015, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to write this book. I had all this knowledge, you know, I had learned so much over the years. I mean, I actually then invested, you know, thousands of dollars in actually getting certified. So that was then when I said, you know what, I'm going to write this book. I actually didn't think I would be able to write a book, but I was working, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine and she was going through a course at that time about how to become a published author. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, you got to tell me, what, how do you go about that? So she just kind of gave me the little rundown. Okay, this is what you got to do and, you know, start here and do this. I'm like, okay, got it. And then uh, about uh, two months later, my book came out. <laughs> wow, that's wonderful. Yeah, for some reason, I get books out really quickly. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad thing. That's uh, definitely something to be to uh, to be proud of. Do you have you ever thought about then working with other people to help them create books as quickly as you do? Well, my clients, if they are at a stage that uh, they want to write a book, then yes, I guide them. I mean, I'm not going to just go directly just mm-hmm. into helping people write a book. Uh, when If my clients want to write a book, yes, of course. If someone wants to, wants me to work with them, of course. I mean, I'm not going to turn them away. But I like the business side and the mindset side. So I really focus on the business coaching and also the mindset coaching, you know, really infused with the with the spiritual side as well. But yeah, I have never, never have any problems, you know, just giving someone tips at least to how do you actually write a book or something like that. Sure. So when you're working with your clients, at what point do you feel it's the right time for them to write a book? Well, you see, not everyone is actually ready for that because when you think about it, when you write a book, your name is out there. And a lot of people... Because, I mean, everyone holds a book in in them. They hold more than one book in them. I mean, everyone, you can write like 10 books probably, you know, and everyone can write at least one book or at least share their story. The problem is when you share your story or when when you put your name on your book, that is huge. And, you know, some people, they might feel very afraid, like, what if no one likes my book? What if, you know, people hate my book? What if they judge me and those type of things? So it's a lot of the mindset piece. So not everyone also wants to go that route because 
usually when you become a when you become an author then there are different expectations you know people might expect you to then all of a sudden go out there and speak I mean, I want to do that now with my upcoming book, but before I was like, I don't want to speak, you know, speaking in front of people, no, <laughs> you know, I was a little, you know, afraid of that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it just comes with so much attachment that some people might say, you know what, writing a book is not my thing, or they just feel very overwhelmed, just the thought of, oh my God, I got to write a book. That is so huge. So my clients, if they are at the point that they want to write a book, you know, we'll go about that. But for me, I really focus more on build, helping them build their business because, yes, a book is amazing for credibility and it's amazing for, you know, it opens a lot of doors for you. But if my clients are not ready for that, I'm not going to push them to that. But hopefully, you know, then later on down the road, once they once they gain that, that confidence that, you know what, I can write a book, you know, then I would definitely say, hey, let's write a book. Mm-hmm. But it really goes, you know, I don't I don't really look at, okay, every one of my clients is going to write a book. I really go by where are they, you know, is that really their style? Is that something that they want to do? And just we just kind of see, we play, basically play by ear. Mm-hmm. So you brought up something interesting about mindsets, and I know they're equally as important in writing a book as they are in starting your business. So how do you work with your clients to get them in the right mindset? So, you know, whether they're writing a book or building up their company, they – can be successful and they and they don't let limiting beliefs hold them back. Well, I have a really a five step process. Uh, it starts with you know really getting clear on what are your possibilities. Like so you are so you're actually open to that. So you're open to seeing what's really possible for you. So one of the questions that I ask my clients is, what would you do if you know you could not fail? And that's a powerful question. Because if you really put all the struggles aside, all the challenges, all the worries, and oh my God, I'm not good enough, and all of those different things, if you put all that aside, mm-hmm. what would you be doing, right? So that's your possibilities right there. That's the opportunities that you have in your life. And then really the next step would be looking at, okay, this is where you want to be. These are the possibilities that you have that you would like to create in your life, but this is where you're at right now. So really getting clear where are they and what is holding them back? What is between that? From, you know, if you're on at A, but you want to be at Z, what is in between that? Really then uncovering really what is holding you back. I like to call this the, the inner gremlins because we all have those, the self-doubt, limiting beliefs, imposter syndrome, because how can you start a business? Who are you to charge people for what you do? And those type of things. And even it goes back to also the money story that you have. Like oftentimes, and I think that's like the one of the biggest challenges that so many entrepreneurs have, or actually people in general, is the lack mindset around money. So by really looking at, okay, what is your money story? How do you feel about money? That determines how successful you're going to be in your business because if you want to be, let's say, a six-figure entrepreneur or seven-figure entrepreneur and you're not that yet, that means because internally you're not this person yet. Your mindset is not the mindset of a six- or seven-figure income earner. So Your money story is basically what's holding you back. Well, the money story and a lot of other things, a lot of other uh, limiting beliefs that are holding you back from becoming that six, seven figure income earner. Because when it comes to success, when it comes to anything in life, it's not about the doing part. It doesn't matter how much you do to make something happen. Mm -hmm. It's about who you need to become inside to make that happen. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be, let's say, a public speaker, 
you don't become a public speaker by just going out there and speaking. You have to become a public speaker first inside because then you have all these limiting beliefs coming up. Oh, my God, what if I make a fool out of myself when, I, when you stand on this on the stage and those type of things? So you, you become whatever you want to become within first. And then whatever you do from the outside is actually going to create what you want to have, you know, what you what you want to create for yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, step number three would be then really getting rid of your inner grammars. Like I have a lot of different modalities, modalities that I use with my clients from EFT, then Akashic Records, energy healing, you know, some other modalities to help them really get rid of your, their inner grammars. Because once you know where you want to go and what's holding you back, then you have a choice to let go of those limiting beliefs, to let go of the self-doubt, the fears, the overwhelm and all of that. And then the next step is really then, okay, now that you got rid of your inner grammars, how do you rather want to live your life? What what do you want your new money story to be to really then create that new life, the new the business or whatever you want to create, you know, on paper first, because you need to have that clear vision of where do you want to go? What do you want to create? How is your perfect day, your perfect life going to look like? Mm-hmm. And then step number five is really making it happen and you know, really having those daily activities in place to really keep you on track. So when Instagram is trying to come up again, you know what you need to do to keep them at bay, to keep up that positive mindset, to keep up your vibration. Because if any if you or any of the listeners have ever heard of law of attraction, you attract what you think about or you tr- you attract the same things that you're that you're a vibrational match at. So if you're not vibrating at the same level of, you know, the, the, the financial success that you want, the business success or, you know, whatever it is that you want to create, if you're not vibrating at that same level, you're not going to create that. You're going to create more of the same thing that you have right now. So if you have a lot of lack right now, a lot of bills and a lot of, you know, struggles, mm-hmm. and if that's where your focus is, you're going to create more of that. So in the fifth step, I really help my clients shift their mindset around so they are in a much a difference in a higher state so then they can vibrate at the level to manifest the things that they really want. So that's really the five step process that I take my clients through to really help them create the success on a mindset level. And then we'll do the business side. <laughs> <laughs> sure, of course. So I'm curious then in in this process how how did you then become um, a business coach in your own I guess process? To, uh, to be able to, to do these types of things and help out people at such a high level? Well, it was really my, uh, was it evolution or like my growth? Like I started out as a holistic life coach back in 2012. No mm-hmm. idea what I was doing. <laughs> I was struggling for many, many years until I then got certified. And I'm like, okay, now, I mean, I need to have a coach. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So that's when I got certified as a, a person development coach, but I rebranded to a business coach because I was always good when it comes to creating websites, the landing page, the graphic design. So I'm a little bit of an artist, artist too. Mm-hmm. So I was really good at that. I just didn't really know how to actually build a business. So that's when I really, you know, worked with a coach and she helped me really start getting the first few clients. And then throughout my own struggles, because I had a whole lot of mindset challenges going on. That's when my coach was telling me it's not about the doing, but it's about the becoming, like I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And that's when it really it initially didn't really sink in until I sat with it. And it really hit me because at that point I had done a whole lot of stuff to grow my business, to build my business, but it was, I was not getting the results that I wanted. 
And then I was like really diving deep into personal development, learning more things. And then I was really being guided to the spiritual path. I mean, I just found out about close to two years ago that I'm an empath. So that's when my spiritual journey kind of started happening. It was really like the universe was smacking me in the head <laughs> uh, more than more times than I, that, that I liked um, and really led me onto the path that I'm on right now. And it was really, that's where I was supposed to be at all along. But I had to really go through all the struggles first to learn the things that I need to learn to figure out, you know, how to go from completely broke, not having any clients to being more abundant, mm -hmm. you know, shifting my mindset around. Because that's exactly the things that I'm supposed to help my clients with is because that's what most people struggle with is be having that lack mindset, not really seeing what's really possible, that it can be easy. Making money can be easy. Mm -hmm. But so many don't think that because, you know, the programming that we received. So I really had to go through all the things that I had to go, that I've been through to get to where I'm at today because now I'm at a level where I can help my clients not just on building their business, but also becoming the person that allows success, that the person that, you know, feels abundant and can really manifest whatever they want to manifest. Well, sure. So while you were going through that process, were there were there books that you were reading or uh, new? Because, you, you know, you mentioned a mentor and business coach. Were there additional classes you were taking or, or you know, in your own personal journey to have more of an abundance mindset? What were some materials that or, or conversations that really helped you oh boy oh my god i don't think we have enough time for that <laughs> <laughs> it was let's put it like this i was studying a lot mm -hmm. i was i mean my when i when i began my search uh to finding my answers i mean i read books i took courses i talked to people i was you know teachers came into my life and even if i just had a conversation with someone that i met on linkedin and i just took one little piece from them what they said i wrote it down and i you know did some research on that I met people locally who, you know, introduced me to the, the angel world and all these things. And then, you know, my coach taught me stuff. I had different coaches. I had, they had different mentors. So it was really, I, I can't really tell you that it was just like one thing. I mean, I really did a lot of things over the last few years really to learn things I needed to learn. I'm, I'm, I'm a personal development junkie. <laughs> if I can't learn something to, to that, that helps me grow, I'm not, I don't feel right. So, uh, but I did do a lot of reading, a lot of books, a lot of courses. Um, and like I said, the teachers, all the teachers that, were, that I was supposed to learn from, they came into my life. So it wasn't that I was out there like looking for them. I'm like, hey, you know, what do I need to do? What, what, where's my next step? Where I'm, what direction I'm supposed to go into? And everything just kind of like started to fall in place. I mean, it wasn't always pretty, but everything just kind of like fell in place and because I was resisting a lot as well. <laughs> that was my problem. I was resisting a lot. But everything just started start to fall in place. And, you know, the, the biggest thing was like I had to trust. I had to really surrender that and really believe that anything is possible. And it kind of brings me to one of my favorite authors, uh, Wayne Dyer. He mm -hmm. said, you got to believe it before you see it. And I think that's like the biggest challenge that most people have is like, how can you believe in something if you don't see it, I mean, it's, it's just like too good to be true, right? That's like what you get like, oh, it's just too good to be true. It's not for me. I can't do that. But it's really when you really tune into that and really believe that anything is possible, mm -hmm. eventually you're going to surrender to that because you really want that. <laughs> <laughs> In your own practice, what are some, let's say, 
bad advice that you see given out to to you know small business owners or or uh, people starting to to get into writing? What's some really bad advice that you see that uh, people should avoid? Hmm. Bad advice. Hmm. That's a good question. You got me with this one. I really, I'm not sure. Well, when it comes to business, I mean, let's put it like this. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs, startup entrepreneurs, they try to do it themselves. So, I, w- I mean, I wouldn't consider that as bad advice, but this is like mm-hmm. a good advice coming from me now. Like, don't start your business on your own. Sure. Um, maybe one thing that people might say, oh, you can figure it out yourself. You know, just, you know, just keep at it. Keep at it. You, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, if you've never grown a business, how are you supposed to know how to build a business? Mm-hmm. You know, so that is one thing I know for myself, like I was one of those, you know, startup coaches. I'm like, yeah, I need to make money first before I can hire a coach. Well, that's really the, the wrong mentality to have because you need to have someone that's already where you want to be because that person can take you where you want to be much, much faster than you trying to figure it out yourself. You're going to be spinning your wheels. You're going to be spending a lot of money on the trial and error. You're going to be wasting time trying to figure the stuff out. So if you see, if you don't work with a coach or a mentor, you're really going to be wasting a whole lot of time and a whole lot of resources and a whole lot of money. And you're actually doing yourself and your future client a huge disservice because the time that you take, let's say a year, two years, three years to figure the stuff out, how many people could you have helped during that time? So that is one thing, you know, if anyone ever, you know, tells you don't work with a coach, you can figure it out yourself. You don't have to waste your money on a coach. Don't listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> now, when it comes to writing a book, the same thing. I mean, I would definitely suggest if you've never written a book, uh, maybe not, you don't have to necessarily work with someone on it, but at least get a book to read about how you're supposed to be writing a book and then, you know, get someone to edit your stuff and look at your stuff because oftentimes you're too close to your own stuff that you don't see when you made a mistake or where it doesn't really sound all that great. So that's that's another thing, you know, about the book writing. Also, you don't have to go through an actual publisher. You can self-publish your book and it's really not as hard as it might seem. I think that's one of the things that's also a lot of people say, you know, writing a book is difficult and so challenging. It really is not. I mean, like, a, you know, I just wrote mine within 45 days and self-published, and it, it is really not that hard. So I think, does that answer your question, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it definitely does. Thank you. With your, so with your own journey, how did you approach those times when you were fearful, maybe about moving forward or, or about making a decision uh, in your business, and how have you pushed past that fear? Hmm. Well, initially it was a lot harder. Initially, before I learned all these, you know, person development tools and the mindset tools, it was more like me crying and, you know, like going, going to bed and like, oh my God, I'm giving up. Oh my God. You know, really being a little baby. <laughs> but then my coach was really, uh, he was the one who really kicked me in the behind and said, you know, snap out of it. Uh, now it's like now that I learned a lot about my fears, you know, they're really just illusions. Like if you I mean, one of the biggest fears that I'm having right now is oh, not really fear, but like an uncomfortable feeling. It turns from fear into an uncomfortable feeling is getting out there and actually speaking in front of people. 
Um, I was really resisting that a lot. I mean, doing interviews like that has helped me tremendously. Where now I feel comfortable like that. But now that one of the fears still, the public speaking is still a little fearful for me. But then I really look at it. Well, what's the higher truth here? They're not going to shunt me. They're not going to throw eggs at me or anything like that. I mean, I know what I'm talking about. I, I love talking about mindset. So when I talk about mindset, I'm going to be on fire. So I'm going to inspire people. So it, it is all just, you know, those fears that we have. They're just illusions. That's our monkey mind trying to keep us playing small. Because any time when you try to step out of your comfort zone and try to do something that is uncomfortable, your ego mind is is going into fear mode. Oh, my God, that is something different. That is something new. This is challenging. This is, oh, my God, I'm freaking out here. And that's just your ego trying to keep you safe because your ego wants you to stay in that little bubble because it's safe. It's it's known. It's comfortable. Even though you might be going through a, a really tough time right now, it's still comfortable because it's known. You know how it feels. You know how crappy you're feeling right now. It's, so it's nothing different. But when you allow yourself to step out of your comfort zone and become successful or make a lot more money, your ego is going to freak out because that's that's different. Mm-hmm. It is uncomfortable because when you if you would make like double the money that you're making right now within just a few days, it's going to be uncomfortable first because all of a sudden you have more money. It's something new. It's the, uh, the fear of the unknown or even the fear of success because once you are successful, people are going to have expectations for you. People are going to look at you differently. So all of that, when you have, when you try to do something and all of a sudden you have that little, you know, monkey mind saying, ah, don't do that. You don't need to do that. It, you're probably going to fail anyways. And, you know, don't worry about it. That's just your ego trying to keep you safe because anytime you come up to like fears like that, when you allow yourself to break through that, that's where the magic happens. If mm-hmm. you allow your fear to stop you, you're just going to keep keep staying in your comfort zone. But when you really allow yourself to see what's going on and really see it for what it is, it's just illusion. It's the lies that we've been telling ourselves that I'm not good enough. I can't do this. Oh, my God, people are going to judge me. You know, people are going to reject me. That's that's not the truth. That's not the truth. So that's just all lies that we keep telling ourselves just to stay in our comfort zone. So when you allow yourself to really see that and pay attention to what your monkey mind is telling you, your your inner gremlins, um, then you can say, you know what, it's okay, I know you're in fear mode, but you know what, I still want to move forward with this. I still want to do this because I know this is going to help me move forward. This is gonna this is the path I need to be on in order to get to what I want. Mm-hmm. So you know it's really just realizing what is what is, you know, what actions are you taking out of fear and what actions are you taking out of inspiration and, and, and you know, just trying to go after what you want? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with everything you've done so far, what would you say is the best advice you've ever received? When my coach told me that it's not about the doing, it's about the becoming. That was the one, the, the one that really stuck with me. And it changed my life because it really opened my eyes up to, you know what, it is really not about the doing because you can spend all your money on marketing, on, you know, systems, strategies, courses, training, whatever. But if you don't become that person that you want to become from within, if you don't allow that, if you don't shift your mindset around, no matter what you're doing, it's not going to get you where you want to go. I mean, you might get some results, but you're not going to get the results that you want. You're just going to keep going in circles. And when I realized that the doors for me just it just opened so wide because it finally clicked. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
That's great. So, Kay, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I really appreciate your time. If the listeners would like to hear more about what you're working on and see more about what you're working on, what is the best place they can go to find you? And also, where can they go to find your new book? Uh, they can go to my website to find out all about uh, the, the things that I do, all about, about the things that, that, you know, even my story. I have my backstory on my website as well. It's ksanders.com. As far as my book goes, they can go to messagesofinspiration.com. Uh, all the information about my book launches is on there. And also the book is already available as an email series where you actually get a daily email with one quote plus an action step. That, so you actually take action on the quote. You don't just read it, but you actually take action on it. So that's on messagesofinspiration.com. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. And I will make sure we put the links in the show notes so people mm-hmm. can just go right through. Okay, well, thank you so much. Excellent. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Advance Your Hour podcast. If you like this episode, please go into iTunes and give us a five-star rating. And while you're there, hit the subscribe button so that every single time I release a new episode, it will go directly to you without even thinking about it. If you're interested in hearing older episodes, please go to AdvanceYourArt.com where you can find the catalog of everything I've done so far, as well as contact information and projects I'm working on. Thank you again, and have a great day.